Hey, it's Crystal. Hey, it's Anne. <clears throat> Welcome to episode eight of Privileged Dating. Hey, it's so good to see you. It's good to see you. I've missed you. Me too. <laughs> so um, I wanted to start off with a question because oh, back before I was a mom, so before mom brain, I heard a comedian <laughs> who talked about when you're on a first date, you're not yourself. You're the ambassador for yourself. So you're like the best version of yourself, of which, which I think makes, <laughs> makes sense. sense. Um, but I had this interesting scenario since I last saw you where um, I went from being in first date mode of like the ambassador for Crystal mm. um, to being just Crystal. And I feel like I had a really different approach. And I wanted to kind of get your take on it because I've been like mulling it over my head as to why I was the way I was. So without giving you any background, <laughs> are you ready to dive in? Of course. All right. So I am. Um, I connected with somebody on one of the websites that we've been on and, um, do you mean app? I'm sorry. I'm, like, <laughs> oh, man. How old are you? I'm so old. Um, maybe that's what this is all about. I was on an app and I okay. connected with someone and it was a really good connection. And we had some back and forth messages on the app and then back and forth over text. And for a variety of reasons, just hadn't been able to meet up yet. Okay. And ultimately an inability to meet up led to, um, this very nice gentleman saying, doesn't seem like you're all that excited about meeting up or else so you would have made it happen. You guys weren't able to meet up because of issues with your schedule. My, my schedule, kids. my kids, my work okay. has been insane, which is why I haven't seen you. And, I know. I mean, how should I have time for a date if I don't have time for my friend, right? Um, but it's somebody that I really wanted to meet. And for a variety of reasons, I'm sad to say it didn't work. And um, he was super open and upfront. And he was like, it sounds like you're not really feeling it or for whatever reason, let's just be friends because I've enjoyed talking to you, but we're not going to go on a date. And I thought, first I was bummed. I was like, oh, that's too bad. But I could use some friends and nice to have somebody who's in the same spot. So he legit said, I'm going to friend zone you. I was like, I can't believe you just <laughs> friend zoned me. And we went from like back and forth, like a little bit to like texting a ton. Okay. And um, before you had even met. Before we'd even met. Okay. And I realized like there, I had this palpable relief of, there's not this pressure to be the best version of Crystal. I can just be myself because this is not someone I'm trying to impress. <laughs> and then, and I could have this totally wrong, but then I feel like he really liked me a whole lot more because I wasn't trying to like be a good version of myself. I was just like, yeah, let, myself. It, all, let it all just be you. Okay. So I'm wondering, too bad it didn't work out with this guy, but in future dating situations, am I trying too hard to be a, good version of an online dater and a good first dater? I don't know. I'd be curious to see what that looks like and how different you are when you're trying to be quote unquote good yeah. versus this like cool laid back version of yourself. I know. And I've never <laughs> thought of myself as cool and laid back. So now I'm questioning like, am I, I, I don't know how to describe how I was feeling, but it, it definitely was okay. Well, the pressure's off. So yeah. I don't have to worry about, do I write back or is this funny or mm. am I like being responsive and am I, sounding cute i don't know uh, yeah i mean i i'm all for just being yourself right <laughs> and i guess i didn't realize i wasn't being myself until i was told like all right not into you right and and then i'm also like is that the competitive part of me being like let me show you how great i am now that you've taken this off the table so right. maybe it was that right you know i think sometimes when you don't care it also comes across as like it makes the other person want you more. I definitely, my confidence increased. The yes. like, all right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that comes across even in text messaging. And so perhaps because you had taken on that new attitude of, I care less about this, it made him more 
feel feel like you were more appealing for whatever reason, like your confidence and your lack of interest in him, all these things. Oh, that's a really good perspective. I hadn't yeah. thought of it that way. Similarly, man, I feel like I haven't had any dates since I last saw you, but I've talked to a lot of guys. <laughs> and one of them, um, I don't want to say he's underestimating me, but a couple times I've said things in response and he was like, oh, that surprised me. Like, I didn't think you were going to give you give me your number. I didn't think you'd write back right away. Or I'm not sure what his experience has been with online dating, but he seems surprised by my responsiveness and my willingness to like meet up and, and give it a chance. So that's interesting. I wonder if for him, yeah. I was too available of like, sure. Yeah. Let's go grab a drink now. Yeah. I have been told by guys that they're surprised by how like matter of fact I am, how to the point and how I'm, I, I will set the date and I will go and I'm like straightforward about it. I guess other girls aren't that way, but it might also be because you and I are in a specific type of profession where we are very professional. Yes. And that's how I treat most things in my life. You know, that's another thing I hadn't thought about when I am on a date, I don't do many depositions, but I'm good at them. Yeah. And so following up a question or having another question or seeing a hole in something and asking like, well, what's that all about? Or you mentioned this, come back to that. Right. right. Follow up questions. Interesting. So I, I've had some dates that, weren't dates that I wanted a second date, but the, the guy I was with thought it was so good because we were engaged and I was interested. Yeah. And, and I well, think you're a curious person. Like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's super interesting though. Okay. Have you ever had a time that someone you were talking to, whether you had met on a date or not, made an assumption about you one way or another, whether it was your career or what you were going to look like or what you sound like? Of course. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, and I think being a lawyer comes with baggage. I've yep. had guys get super interested after I told them I was a lawyer. And I've had guys ghost me after I told them I was a lawyer. And do you think not that's that many? Do you think they're intimidated or what? Um, I don't, who knows? Like yeah. maybe they've had bad experiences with lawyers. Maybe they don't like lawyers. Maybe they don't want girls who have professions or maybe they want a girl who's like, you know, subservient or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Guys make assumptions based on, for me, I think it's mainly or mostly because of the whole, you know, whatever it is around lawyers. Mm -hmm. um, the aura. <laughs> the aura. <laughs> um, the other kind of, you know, new thing that's kind of started to happen is um, guys have started to collect information about me if I give them the podcast oh. <laughs> before they even meet me. So... You know, and then they, you know, I get to the date and I feel like they, they think they know me before. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think that they do? It does give them a whole lot of insight into me and my psyche and oh. how I think about dates. And then, so, so I'm very careful about that. I, I think you should be. And I need to be as well. I, um, our voices, I guess, sound similar enough on the podcast that I've had a couple people say, well, was that you or was that Anne? Oh, really? And I'm That's like, well, funny. it depends. What did you think about it? And then I'll tell you. <laughs> but um, I think in some ways this podcast is like the cheat codes to like how to have oh, a really good date. Yeah. Well, so, like, specifically with us. but With us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we're helping other people out there. But I think it's the, if I want a date with Anne, it's going to be a steakhouse. No. It's going to be a long date. <laughs> then it's going to be fun and creative. We're going to go from place to place. And with Crystal, it's going to be like coffee. coffee. And it's going to be 20 <laughs> minutes and then we're going to be out of it. Although I did, I did have a coffee date 
um, since I last, I had had a few dates since I last saw you, actually. Tell me about that. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear specifics. Would you be surprised to believe that they both were coffee? <laughs> <laughs> of course. And one of them. Um, and did you pay? I didn't. <gasps> I don't even think I offered. Oh my God. I'm growing up. I'm learning. <laughs> or I'm trying to like gentlemen be gentlemen. And not to offer and to have them pay? No, it wasn't. But the dates, parts of them were awkward. One was great, and I'm really hoping for a second date, and we've been in touch a lot, so we'll see about that. The other one, this guy, um, we had a date set up for a weekend because I had my kids. Okay. And he made a, he said, we've been talking for like, I know this is not what you do. We've been talking for about two weeks on an app. Before you Before met. Before we met. I do not do that. I, and I don't and want I don't to do, do that because it's a waste of time. Like, you're, why you're right. even bother texting a person if you don't need... Like, because there's, there's a chance you might not even meet. You're right. And then you will have spent two weeks texting for nothing. But here's what I did. He was... He gave me such a hard time about not being able to meet soon. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I really feel connected to you. I'm super attracted to you. I'm not liking the online dating. But... I'm, it's worth it to see you. So I guess if the next time you're available is on a Saturday in a week and a half, fine. But uh-huh. if anything frees up in the meantime, let me know. And I felt like, gosh, that was kind of, he doesn't have kids. So he doesn't understand, maybe didn't understand. Like my commitment is to my job and my kids. Of course. Um, so <laughs> maybe he didn't get that or didn't understand that. Um, but instead of being like, all right, never mind. next, I made a point of making time to then go see this guy. Oh. And that was a mistake on my part, I think. But also... When, so I, I reached out to him and I said, Hey, I'm going to, I have time for a quick coffee on, I guess it was two or three days earlier. Or, would that work for you? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, but it has to be in DC or Arlington. So I was going to be going out of my way for it. Instead of being like, wait, you gave me a hard time for not being available and you want me to come to you. And I thought, sure, because I want to get this out of the way no, because I, I want to free know. up that Saturday night. I told him I had, because I don't want a Saturday. I, don't don't I should have stopped. <laughs> so anyway, I go and I meet with him. Uh-huh. And he, and he doesn't up, even have kids. He doesn't have kids. Uh, he was nice. He was attractive. He had a good job. But uh, he started off the conversation. He's so selfish. It, 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 he was a little selfish. And yeah. interestingly, I mean, oh, another thing we might talk about on a later podcast or if we have time today is um, what things to bring up on a first date and things not to. His <laughs> first point of conversation was about religion. And it was a, he was talking about how somebody was a, oh, I forget what it is. He said, you know, they're not Christian, but they're... They're uh, however he described it. And he starts like talking about this person's books and how you'd understand and relate if you're a Buddhist or if you're all these different things. And, and I remember thinking like, I'm not quite following where he's going with this, but he seems passionate about it. So I'm going to listen to him talk about this. And he didn't let me get a word in edge. Right. It was like, he was lecturing me. And then at the end he like said, so what about that? Or something that like left an opening for me. Right. And I, after him talking down to me for about 10 minutes, (laughs) Um, and he also didn't make eye contact while we talked. He was like looking away from me. So I don't know if he just felt uncomfortable or a weird connection. It was just shifty. Something shifty wasn't, and shady. Thank you. Okay. There was something <laughs> that wasn't meshing. And I was three minutes into this date and ready to go. And of course, I didn't go. I stuck around for a little bit. But he he left an opening for me to have a response to what it is he said. Instead of responding to his question, I just said, hey, did you know that I studied religion undergrad? That's why I'm taking issue with everything that you said. <laughs> and he, I think he was like totally thrown off because he course. knew I was a lawyer, but yeah. that's maybe not the most typical undergrad no. degree, but it was it was very interesting. And then he wanted to talk, like it was after he went on his diatribe or his monologue that he wanted to talk about me. Like right. he, he had something he wanted to share with me. And then once I yeah. like responded to it, then he was interested enough, interested enough about talking about me, but it was, 
So what did you take away from this date? Because it sounds like you were kind of mad at yourself for having gone out of your way to create time for him and also physically going out of your way to go meet him. And then you had this kind of crappy date. Yes. So what, what are your takeaways? And thank you. Because I like to learn from okay. our experiences, right? Oh, so if you could remind me of this, I can see myself doing this again, but my takeaways are I set up a date. Yes. And I felt like I'd committed, so I was going to do it. Uh-huh. And then he'd committed to the date, but then kind of made a big deal how that was inconvenient or why does it take so long? At that point, I should have said, sounds like you don't want to meet me yeah. and been done. Yeah. Or once I made time in my schedule to then rearrange and said, I can do an earlier time uh-huh. when he said, I can only do it near me. I should have said, that's not going to work. Right. Because no, that wasn't convenient. I say no. And then the worst part, he clearly enjoyed the date. He wanted another date. He's talking about the next time we're getting together on the date. And then I smartly or always set my alarm to go off. So I get to my kids to pick them up from school on time. So I'd set it earlier because I only wanted to be a 30 minute date or the 45 minutes or whatever it was. So I'd set the alarm. So we'd have a long, my, my watch starts going off. It's buzzing. So I can say, Oh, got to go do school pickup. Yeah. Um, and he said, Oh, I was hoping you don't you even have to do that. You can just be like, I have to go now. I, <laughs> okay. Duly noted. So <laughs> I say, I Sorry. have to go now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever phrase you want to use. Can I say but... this is the worst? I'm out. <laughs> Peace, deuces. <laughs> You're a douchebag. <laughs> You're a douchebag. Okay, so that's what I'll say next time. But for this guy, I just said, um, you know, I have to go pick up my kids. He was like, oh, I was hoping I had more time because I'm done work for the day. And I should have said, you made me come all the way out to you oh my when you didn't have anything after this, when I have my kids and I'm coaching and I'm making dinner. And I mean, now to be you're... fair, you agreed, right? Like but you that... should have pushed back. Yes, but here I am thinking, let me be agreeable. Did he say, I can only meet here? Yes. He said, I can make that work if it's these locations close to me. Oh my God, what a jerk. No, I I don't agree to dates unless they're in Tyson's or Reston. Right. (laughs) You're five mile radius. 10 minutes. It has to be a 10 minute drive from my house. I literally will, will not do it. Yeah. I will occasionally go into DC if the guy proposes like a really cool restaurant or something fun. Right. But that's it. Like, I don't go to Arlington. I don't go to Falls Church. I don't go anywhere else. And there's something to be said for that because I find myself really wanting to have time with my friends. So if I'm going to go where is outside my little radius, yeah. I want to see those people I want to see. Like, hey, while I'm out in Great Falls, let me see so-and-so as opposed to, yeah. like, let me go all that way to meet a stranger. No, I don't do it. I also wanted to ask you, and I should have asked you before we got on if you felt comfortable <laughs> with me saying this. I have been so excited about trying non-online dating. And I believe you had what said- What does that mean? <laughs> Trying speed, what are you talking like about? speed dating or like meeting someone in person or just going to a bar. And so you would have asked if I was free for speed dating and I wasn't. And you were like, Hey, I'm going to give it a try. If nothing else, it'll be a great topic for our podcast. How yeah. was it? And like, this is another time where I wish we had video because the look on your face is amazing. Okay. Clearly it's, I don't it was bad. To, well, I don't want to talk badly about any particular event or so you loved it. <laughs> and I like to be positive. Um, do you so ascribe like to, to the, the school of thought? If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I try not to. So just say like, <laughs> we're done. No more talking. Yeah. Well, so I think, <laughs> this, this is difficult. So I think that those particular, and I'm not going to talk about any particular company or group, but <laughs> I think those particular speed dating events appeal to people who have a hard time getting dates online. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, like I was interested. I went, I don't have a hard time getting dates online. But I went and I looked around in the room and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> everybody here has something seriously wrong with them. Like was it physically, oh, physically wow. wrong with them? Like oh, I looked wow. at them and I was like, oh, really, really 
unappealing people are here. And, you know, you know, you can find redeemable things about people, of course. Yeah. And, you know, some of them had interesting things to say, but it was just a waste of two hours of my night. This That's an interesting perspective, though. I matched with someone on this STIR website that I made oh, a mistake. Yeah, I tried it and it was fine and matched with this. It was the same guy I told you about. I matched. He's 52, but he looks kind of young and oh, yeah. had the beach picture. Um, so we hadn't messaged for a while and I've been so busy that yeah, I, I hadn't reached out. So he reached out and said, Hey, did you want to hang out or do something? And I realized like it's the same name, but it's a different picture. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on the picture. It's a totally different dude. <laughs> it's a different dude. So normally crystal funny. would say like, sure, let's meet up. I didn't think guys did that. I, thought I that was a girl problem. <laughs> so I sent him a message instead of saying, let's meet up. Yeah. I said, your picture has changed. <laughs> And he was just like, oh, yeah, I think they wanted like more of a headshot than a full body shot. And I said, That's no, the same no, your pictures were beach pictures. And now you're like a totally different dude. Like, yeah. you have no hair. You weigh a whole <laughs> lot more. Like, was that a stock photo? So what'd you do? Um, I haven't met him. Are you going to? No. Yeah. No. But I called him out to be like, hey, what's what's going on? This is weird. Yeah. He's not going to admit that he posted some other persistent. But who would do that? Lots of people do strange things. I know. I, don't know. I guess that's why I like There's the idea. People out there. <laughs> people are weird. And I think we all are weird. Like I certainly am. But I want like somebody who's weird who fits with me. Of course. Who who is who they say they are. Of course. Yeah. That's why we like people for their quirks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings me back to the quirks. Maybe I need more of my quirks to shine. Mm. And just be you. Just be me. <laughs> and ultimately someone's gonna be like, this is my type of crazy. I know. Another thing that has come up in the time since I've seen you is um, went on a date with somebody who was like super, super honest about what it is they wanted. Mm-hmm. And and they were quirky. Like they were, they said, you know, I've been in other relationships. Um, I want somebody who I can just like wash and put away the dishes with and like talk to about our families. That's really and, like, sweet. And I think they, he felt like he was being. That's a level of romance or emotional awareness awareness yes you don't typically find it a guy right and i think he was almost embarrassed to say it but Mm -hmm. i was so i was like i am so much more attracted to you because you're like real and you're you're saying like i'm not out here just to like find the next hot thing i want somebody who i like can live the day-to-day with right because i want somebody who i can go on awesome vacations and adventures with yeah but i want somebody who at the end of the day i want to talk to and just like sit down on the couch and just hang with and frankly, I hate unloading the dishwasher. So if he wanted to do that, <laughs> I could do something else, like the cooking or push the button deep inside of you. Deep inside of you. So really, if you're using this podcast as the cheat codes to Crystal, <laughs> all you have to say is I love folding and putting away laundry That's and right. I love unloading the dishwasher. That's the key to my heart. The other day, oh my gosh, I felt so bad for this guy. Um, I got on the phone because I like to get on the phone very quickly. You know, yes. on the phone, unlike you, who texts no, I, guys. I should, I should. I don't do that. So I got on the phone very quickly with this one guy, and he disclosed on the phone, because I, like you, I, you know, I'm pretty good at drawing information out of people. Yes. So I got on the phone with him, and he disclosed that he was still in the process of moving here from Chicago. Oh. And I was like, well, like, so you're not, you don't even live here. Yeah. <laughs> How do we match? And then I asked him questions about his job and why he was coming, like all these like very specific questions. And he started getting really uncomfortable, not because there was anything shady about him, but I think he just wasn't prepared to right. answer those types of questions or to have those answers. 
And so the next day, he sent me this message saying, hey, I don't think I'm ready to date yet. Yeah. I'm gonna, you don't say. My, I'm going to pull my profile. I scared him off of dating. No, I think you. I literally. No, you, you again, asked the good, pointy questions that led to him realizing that. I felt so bad for is, him. This is not for me. I clearly, if I cannot handle this amazing woman asking legit, quite like, really, you should know the answer to this. He had no idea. Well. I am very glad to see you. And thank you so much for the time catching up. It had been entirely too long. I know. It's nice to see you. Good to see you too. So this has been episode eight of Privileged Dating. Have a good one. Bye.